Drinks, food, art, fun. This is Hops and Spirits Kentucky. We're back again with some brand new episodes here on the Hops and Spirits Kentucky podcast all week long here at Hops and Spirits as Bar Conversations is new, our Happy Hour Q&A series is new, and so is our neat and mixed reviews. We've uh, taken a little vacation and we've come back uh, refreshed to say the least. And before we get into our Q&A with Blue Run Spirits, let's see what's pouring around Kentucky. Congratulations goes out to two Central Kentucky chefs, Sam Four and Isaiah Screech, who have been named semi-finalists in the 2023 James Beard Awards Best Chef Southeast. Uh, four runs Tuk Tuk Sri Lankan Bites, uh, Southern, a Sri Lankan and Southern pop-up concept that has been garnering fans for several years now. She recently told the Herald Leader that she hopes to have a brick-and-mortar location sometimes this year. Screech, a Danville native, is the chef at Spark Community Cafe in Versailles. It's a small pay-what-you-can restaurant that has been closed for renovations uh, but recently reopened in early February. Uh, the winners will be celebrated in June at a ceremony in Chicago. Bourbon with a Heart, or Bourbon with Heart, Kentucky's first and only arts-focused bourbon charity, recently launched a one-of-a-kind art exhibition at the Fraser History Museum in Louisville. Open to the public through March 30th, Barrels of Heart occupy space on the third floor of the museum. On display are 20 custom bourbon barrels designed by local artists of varying ages, ethnicities, and levels of experience. Entry to the uh, exhibit will be available with any general admission ticket to the museum. Uh, the mission of with the mission of Bourbon with Heart is to leverage the influence and popularity of Kentucky's most iconic spirit, bourbon, of course, to raise funds, awareness, and education around the local art community. Exhibition attendees will vote on their favorite barrel design, and the winning artist will be awarded a cash prize along with a donation to a charity of their choice. The remaining proceeds will be donated to area nonprofits. To learn more about the artist, go to bourbonwithheart.org. And then some news about some openings around Kentucky here in uh when I say openings, restaurant openings, Craft Tap and Grill is now open in the former Mellow Mushroom Spot on South Upper Street in Lexington. The menu features some burger options, different pizzas and starters like barbecue, pork nachos, and cheesy bread. Also some good drink specials as well. So check them out. And then up in northern Kentucky, Vic and Leslie Hugo opened up Juniper's, the region's first gin, gin and tapas bar. Juniper's is located inside the John R. Green Company building, a former school supply store in Covington. Each floor of the building is about 4,000 square feet, and the bar restaurant occupies the first floor. The space is filled with antique furniture, um, and eventually we'll, they'll, they'll add a library with a backgammon and chess table. And every week the global cuisine menu will rotate. So pretty cool. Something to check out there. But up next is our Q&A with Shaylin Gammon, Whiskey Director of Blue Run Spirits. Enjoy. Remember to check out Hops and Spirits on social media at Hop Spirits, all one word, on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and Twitter. You can also find Hops and Spirits on YouTube and at Hopspirits.com. Joining us here for our Q&A this week is Shaylin Gammon. She's the Blue Run Spirits Whiskey Director, and she's got a pretty cool story to tell us. Welcome in. Well, thank you for having me. Happy Friday. Yeah, I'm excited, and it sounds like, you know, you've been having a lot of fun here lately. And, you know, before we get into maybe all that other fun stuff that you're doing, a little Cliff Notes version on you so people can can get to know you, but not too much, because like I said, we've got, got plenty to cover. Okay. Yes. So I am, I'm Shailen. Um, I've been in the industry for nine years now. Um, I am a food scientist by training, by school. Um, and that led me 
ultimately to the alcohol world. So, um, I'm a, I'm kind of a hybrid. I'm a art meet science. That's kind of my role in a nutshell, um, as the whiskey director and a super taster and, you know, just love ultimately love flavors and building experiences for people through products. Well, I was going to say that food science background has got to come in pretty handy. What, how did, does one decide to go into food science and, and what does that even mean for those of us that don't understand it? <laughs> yes. One, one is confused when going into food science because <laughs> it's a bit of a misnomer. I mean, like you might think that it's nutrition or something like that, but really it's, um, it's not, it's ultimately like science as it pertains to food. So basically you name the science course and then I took that as it relates to food. So food microbiology, food engineering, food chemistry. Um, and you basically get to know food on a macro micro level, um, how the various components interact. And then of course there's, you know, there's sensory science, flavor science, basically. Um, and so I knew that I was just captivated by this world of flavor and kind of the putting tangible aspects to a kind of an intangible thing. When you describe flavor, you talk about, you know, food in general, like giving it that the language to describe it. Well, and then you clearly have used that to your advantage and what you do nowadays, um, you know, putting those flavors and all that. How, when did you transition though, from the food science world to the, the whiskey and the alcoholic beverage world? Shortly after college, I, I was, um, in an R and D role directly out of college. Um, I was in the food world, very similar, uh, to what I went on to do really, but, um, it, I, it was about a year, year and a half, of experience, um, in R and D that led me directly into the alcohol industry, doing the same thing, but with alcohol. And now what was it like for you to transition into that? Was that something that you were just like, this is going to be more fun or was it just, you know, a, a new opportunity? Yeah. I mean, I aspirationally, like having gone to college at the university of Kentucky, um, we would go on, I had one class, an R and D class that we'd visit various, um, companies headquarters. And one of the, we had gone on a field trip to a large, uh, a large alcohol company my senior year. And I remember meeting a sensory scientist and being kind of enamored with the world as it pertains to alcohol. So everything from like, I remember them talking about like the depth that the whiskey, you know, um, goes essentially into the barrel and, and how, um, the flavor and the aging and all these things are affected. And so I, I remember making kind of an, a bit of an unconscious decision at that time, like, Oh, I want to do this. You know, this is cool. Cause you're, you're still quite undecided and call it right. You're like, I know generally where I want to go, but not really. Um, and so the, the transition was an obvious one for me when I had the opportunity and when I, and then when I got the role with Campari, um, it was a no brainer. To, to kind of go over into the world of alcohol. It's like a bit more glamorous than food and baby food and all the soups and the things I was doing at that point. <laughs> now you're obviously the whiskey director there at, at, at Blue Run. You've helped do some cool things at Campari. Have you always though enjoyed whiskey? Cause I know at Campari you worked on some vodkas, different things like that. So where, where does the, the love of, of the alcohol world and, and all that fit in? 
Yeah. I mean, I think growing up in most of my life in Kentucky, you're, you know, you're, you're surrounded by bourbon so much. It becomes, it's, it's really a way of life. And so, um, I think that exposure and then kind of later in life, realizing the unique, um, perspective that one, one has from it, like the opportunities that someone has living in Kentucky to be exposed to that, that really informed my, um, just my desire, I think on a subconscious level to want to get into bourbon. And, um, at Campari, I did work on all spirit types pretty much, but bourbon was interesting because it's so regulated as, com- as compared to, you know, tequila or vodka. Um, especially when you're talking straight bourbon whiskeys that, you're a, your hands are a bit more tied and you have to be a bit more creative to truly innovate um, versus like vodka where you're adding natural flavors or um, tequila where it's a little more, there's a little more wiggle room there with what you can do and still have it, be, you know, be like a tequila. So um, I like that challenge. I like that challenge. Um, and I like, I like, I've grown to really like whiskey. I can, you could say when I first started, I'd had some bad experiences like many of us. Um, and it was, it took some, it took getting over a bit of a hump to like get past that. Yeah. Well, and, you, and you've had some good teachers along the way. I, I would have wow. to say whether, you know, the Russell's Jimmy Rutledge, I believe you even talked about Peggy. No, who I've, I've, I've gotten a privilege to talk to a few times as well. Yeah. What's it been like pulling all that knowledge from so many, you know, amazing people. Oh yeah. Amazing. I mean, I, it was just such a, I mean, to be like, what, 23, 24 years old and working with the Russells, I think it's a while before you realize like, oh, I'm working with true legends here, you know? Um, so I, I had a, a unique, I had a very unique um, intro into the whiskey world by by working alongside the Russells. And then I had an amazing boss um, at Campari that was a true mentor to me. I, you know, he was just an, an amazing, amazing manager you couldn't have asked for someone better um so he was a big part of you know getting me to where i am today um and then yeah moving over working with jim rutledge like that's been incredible Uh, the interactions i've had with peggy have been amazing she's super supportive um so it is it's a it's a bunch of pinch me type moments with all these legends um and kind of pulling what I can from each one and gleaning as much as I possibly can. Well, now, now you're cutting your own path. Like, like I said, you've left Campari, you're now at Blue Run Spirits. Uh, obviously a little bit of a difference in the, in the size and scope yes, of, of the companies. Yes, right. Uh, what led you over to, to Blue Run and, and taking the challenge there? Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm, I like challenge and I like, new opportunities. That's what gets me excited. Um, so I think the, in many ways I was ready for a change. Um, I'd also recently, you know, I, I was, I was pregnant and about to have my son. Um, and so there was all of these different factors kind of informing that decision, but I think the, the, one of the biggest thing, there's so many reasons why, but one of the biggest reasons was in in this vein of learning new things to go from a large company to going to like a startup turned now we're considered a small company, but that knowing that I was going to be able to get exposed to, um, aspects of building a company that I would never otherwise maybe 
get to see was exciting for me, whether it's finance or distribution or um, sales or these types of things. I knew that that would open a lot of doors and I'd get to learn so much about building a company in general. And then just the autonomy that would come with being the only technical person on the team. I'm the only technical person on the team. Um, I'm solely responsible for all of the liquid. So I, I welcomed that opportunity and kind of flexibility too. you know, working with a smaller company. Um, and then of course, just the team itself, right? Like the five founders, all amazing in their own right. Um, add Jim Rutledge on top of that. It was an easy decision. <laughs> now your role is whiskey director. So what in the world does that mean? What, 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 what are you doing here? <laughs> uh, great question. Right. <laughs> so trying to figure that one out. <laughs> I, well, I was writing a job description earlier today. I was like, what do I do? <laughs> um, yeah, I, you know, it's, it's just constantly, it's, there's, it's a bit different every day, but the bulk of what I do is, um, understanding inventory. What do we own? What do we need? Um, physically keeping track of that in a spreadsheet, which is necessary, but it takes, you know, takes time to actually get a good visual of what you have. And then it's just, a, it's a lot of um, sampling and understanding the profiles of things, how old they are, what's going to go where, deciding what products um, we're making near-term, what are more further-term projects. Um, and then experimenting, coming up with, with products that will exist four years from now, but also working on the things that are more, you know, right around the corner. So um, it's a lot of kind of managing. Um, and then I also, I also, I will always be this kind of liaison between marketing and technical, speak very different languages. Um, I don't care what industry you're talking about. This is, I would say this is true and trying to get those two worlds to be able to match up. Um, and that that takes a certain skill set because the languages are so different that you really, um, a lot of times you, you could be saying the same thing, but it takes some time to get um, to the same page. And yeah, so there's a lot of that too. I was going to say, you enjoy a good challenge is what it, it sounds like on, yeah. on all fronts. And, <laughs> and, and I, I want to say you had maybe one of the coolest challenges ever. You mentioned it, you were, you were pregnant when you were at, at the tail end at Campari and you literally while pregnant came up with a, a bourbon that won whiskey of the year and you couldn't sample along the way. Right. So yeah. how was, how, how did that go? And, and I mean, how much trust did you have in your other senses? I guess. It's a great question. Um, well, funny, funny enough, I, I taste very little of what I do. I majority of the time use my sense of smell. Um, in fact, I find if I, if I sip too much, it kind of clouds my ability to smell. So I will typically, you know, they say about 70% of taste is smell. So if you think about having a cold or when you you know, you get COVID and then people's sense of sense of smell is affected. That's why it's so hard to taste. So not only do you have that aspect, but um, again, when I'm smelling so many different samples, I find it a bit um, distracting to taste that much. So it wasn't that out of the ordinary, although I would have, of course, have tasted it there at the end, but the situation being what it was, I didn't. Um, of course, I had other people uh, taste it, but smell smell alone, I felt like there was something that was working about this blend. 
Well, and I was gonna say, obviously, that that changes everything once you you have a kid and and, and so forth. So, how did anything get affected after all that when you're you're trying to you know continue on and doing anything and you know got a baby smells around on occasion? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think mostly working from home now, it's certainly challenging um, with different aromas. I, I there's certain places I. I so we, we contract is still in bottle at Bardstown Bourbon Company. Um, I, they let me in their lab, they let me use their equipment. Um, basically whenever I want, they're amazing there. So there's a little room that I go into in order to kind of get my white space <laughs> that I need in order to, you know, um, but absolutely all those things can affect. There's a, yeah, there's, there's certain times of the day that I'll go in. Cause I know that they would have just cleaned the floors or whatever, because that aroma will, you know, all, all sorts of different things like that, that have influenced. Well, and, you know, for those that might be unfamiliar with, with Blue Run, because obviously that's where you're at now and you're making some pretty cool products there. What you mentioned, it, it's, it's sourced for, for now as, as you guys build toward the distillery. And we'll talk about that in a second, but what, what can folks expect when they, they get a bottle of Blue Run? Yeah, well, so we source and we also distill our own. I mean, Jim Rutledge is our um, contract and master distiller. He, um, and none of that is yet four years old. Um, so we're, it's well on its way, but yes, we've been sourcing up till now. And then a lot of what we've sourced has been actually Jim Rutledge distilled. So there is this kind of thread throughout most of our products that it was distilled by Jim. So you have this kind of continuity. Um, a lot of it was distilled at, so our flagships, currently reflection and high rye. Um, they are, um, they're all distilled by Jim and most of them were distilled. I'll say all of them, all of those products have been distilled at Castle and Key. Um, so I, it's interesting having only worked at Campari and only knowing wild Turkey and Russell's to kind of step into this world. That's so different with the sourcing and the various distillation, you know, like the, the places, um, you're introducing so many new variables that I'm learning so much. And for instance, like Castle and Key has its own, they're maybe not like their equipment being older and being what it is, there is sometimes more variability that I see, which when it comes to like blending and things like that, I like that variability because it gives me different pieces to play with. Um, anyway, the, I guess if you were to pick up a bottle of Blue Run at this point in time, um, there's just the ultimate like thing that we're trying to deliver is um, a great experience, no matter what you're picking up. We have our two flagships, like I mentioned, but we also have uh, had a lot of like smaller drops. That's kind of what one of the things that has made us who we are, these limited time offerings. Um, and whether it's a, a rye or a bourbon or a, um, I did something last year called a flight series, which is like micro blends. Um, ultimately, we want you to enjoy the experience, the bottle, the beauty of the bottle. If you haven't picked up a bottle, check it out, feel it in your hand, feel how heavy that glass is. Um, the liquid itself will always um, back. So it's in a nutshell, like a wonderful experience that we hope that people come back and, and are, will give us their time to, uh, and their, and their energy and their, and their, uh, backing for all of our products coming forth. And then the name blue run, uh, what, where did that come from? Cause I know you came in, you're, you're a little over a year now, but 
I'm sure mm-hmm. you've gotten the, the full full lesson on, on that because I think that's a kind yeah. of a cool name uh, where where you guys are kind of settling foot there in, in Georgetown in Central Kentucky. Yeah, uh, my understanding of the name is pretty simple. One of the one of the five founders is from Georgetown. Um, his brother is also on our team, huge part of our team. And um, when they were younger, they used to play in the Blue Run Creek there in Georgetown. Um, I think it was had it was said to have been the water that Elijah Craig first used, or, or there's 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 some tie there. Um, but the it was as simple as that. It was it was an ode to this childhood creek that um, influenced our founders' childhood. <laughs> and now it's on a whiskey bottle. <laughs> now it's on a whiskey bottle. It has a ring to it. <laughs> it. It does. It doesn't. Like you said, it it is a, a cool looking bottle. I love the logo. And and you mentioned that you guys kind of do some some fun things. Um, you have the flagships, but you like to have some fun. Obviously, we're in yeah. a new year, so I'm guessing some more fun is coming uh, down yeah. the road. What what can you tell us that won't get you in trouble by anyone? Yeah. No. Um. I mean, we're still figuring it out, right? Like that's the beauty of a small company. You can kind of pivot quickly. Um, you're not necessarily set in, in things, but what we, what the, the recipe that we seem to have landed on at this point is, um, some things that are predictable, some, you know, some will bring back certain things year after year. So you kind of have something to look forward to, and then sprinkled with it between those releases will be these like LTOs or limited time offerings. Um, and those will range from single barrels, flight, the flight micro batch type thing to larger releases. Um, and really the beauty is as I'm going through and if I find some inventory that I'm really excited about, we'll find a product, we'll find a way to release it, you know? So there's a lot of flexibility there, but I can, what I can tell you is that there's a lot coming and it's just going to keep coming and it's all going to be Awesome. <laughs> so you're staying busy. You're you're being challenged, staying busy. And yes. do you get sleep at all? Do you do you sleep ever? I do. Oh, I need my sleep. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, with a little one in work, it sounds like you're staying busy. Oh gosh. Yeah. No, my son's a pretty good sleeper. Um, I don't know if we'd be able to handle if he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. He inherited good... our our love of sleep. I'll say that much. There he's you not go. a he's... good eater. He's not a good eater, but uh, he's a good sleeper. Mm-hmm. Well, that says something. He's a team player and letting you get, yeah. get get some rest. He knows, and... you know, he knows he can reason through that mom and dad need sleep. And <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now, I, I mentioned you mentioned you know the founding in Georgetown, and you guys have been working through some contract distilling and having Jim do distilling, but. Recently, I know the the big announcement was you guys are going to build your own distillery. And how how excited are you for that? Hugely. Um, Like we're, we are pushing forward with that. I've been fortunate enough to be in in these meetings and um, seeing it come to life. It's, I don't say this lightly, it's going to blow minds. It's going to be a global destination, like truly, um, nothing else like it. So for me, that's extremely exciting. Um, I don't, I don't really like, I don't personally, my own personal, and I think my team as well, we're not me tours in the sense of like, we just want to copy what's been done. We want to do something. If we're going to do it, we want to do it differently and what feels authentic to us. And so, um, kind of true to the form of the company. I don't, 
I'm going to kind of, I'm just going to kind of close my ears and my eyes and forget what everyone else is doing and not be influenced by that. Let's just do what feels right for Blue Run. And so the distillery is going to be yet another manifestation of that. That is awesome. That is awesome. Something to really look forward to. And I, I guess that my, my last question for you is, is you, you talked about, you got a lot of releases coming up. You got the distillery, anything else new coming that you can talk about or, or what's next for, for you and, and the distillery? Um, you know, I think ultimately our mantra, our goal is to always, we, we want to keep surprising. We like this we really like this idea of, of being as inclusive as possible, um, youthful, playful, all, any way to kind of deliver on that, we'll continue to do. So you can stay tuned for various expressions and different ways of doing that. But that's that's like the common thread that, um, you know, unites us as a team and gets us excited and out of bed each morning. Well, that, that is awesome. And like I said, it's, it's been cool to see what you guys have been able to do, what you've been able to do in your time there, there as well. And I'm excited for the future and Shaylin, Shaylin, thank you for, for taking the time and talking blue run and, and all the fun stuff you've been able to do. Well, thank, thanks for having me. Thanks for supporting the brand and yeah, get back on here in the future and talk about more stuff. Absolutely. Find more from hops and spirits at hopspirits.com. Thanks, everybody. Bye.